Welcome back, everyone, to Brown Bag Bets, powered by Betsburts. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and you heard of Toucan Sam, but today we have Toucan Andy. Mr. Molitor, how are we doing? And where did you find such a wonderful shirt? I think so. I feel like there's a picture of me somewhere on Twitter wearing this shirt. I feel like I bought it before I went to a vacation, like Turks and Caicos, maybe. I took it down there. Because it just felt like, oh, this is like, I could get away with this at beaches or sandals or where the hell we were staying. You can wear whatever you want on vacation. You're not going to see those people again. <laughs> so, yeah, no, this is a vacation shirt. I'm going on vacation next week. I I'm like just it. getting getting prepped. And, yeah, I saw it. It's, it's a nice day out. County Fair in town this week, too. I might even go hit the Tilt-A-Whirl before I head out for the week. Yeah, um, it's been a it's been a trying week, especially on the Olympic front. The U.S. is kind of scuffling along, which – Whatever, well, a lot of Olympiad left. Um, it's been weird trying to figure out this golf tournament. Although I did say this earlier in the week, and by that I mean yesterday. I said probably no approaching the green. And I canceled it, Preemptive, preemptively just said, no, it ain't happening because I don't think we're going to have anything going on. But then DraftKings, a couple other places kind of came through. Like there's a bunch of more, a lot of, everyone has outrights for this. A lot of places have two metal. Some places have top five, top 10. It's a smaller field, but approaching the green is back on. Not only did a couple places come through with a bunch of markets, um, you know, I found it really quickly on the Nintendo. So, I mean, we're, we're a go-go. I'm going to be golfing tonight, taking on, Oh, God, I almost got to switch back. I wrote this out phonetically <laughs> for myself. Kasumi Gaseki Country Club East Course, Ooh. kind of in the outskirts of Tokyo. It's about an hour from downtown Tokyo, well, out in the burbs, not too dissimilar from every other golf. Like, oh, that's 3M Open in Minneapolis. No, it's in Blaine. Blaine's like a half hour from anything. Like, this is out, out in the boonie suburbs. So similar to that, I'll go over that tonight. And, yeah, a lot of sports going on. We're getting kind of... We're getting to that point where you can sit down like at the end of your day and watch swimming every night. I've complained about the coverage, but that's been nice to watch the swimming. Another good couple races last night. We've got the four by two tonight. I know some people, I know some people that personally got some really nice closing line value on that. A couple uh, other races. So excited for swimming every night. And then eventually we'll get to some track and field next week. It's been, it's been fun having this back for sure. Like, how much of this tennis have you watched, Alex? A decent chunk. I've been kind of getting up and doing replays, honestly, in the morning. I've been lucky enough to kind of catch a match real early when I get up. Um, But it's been nice. I I think, uh, you know, it's once you kind of figure out what's going on, the apps have finally gotten a little bit better when they list things that are live. There now seems to actually be live. So that stuff has kind of smoothed itself out a little bit. And it has been nice to go back, watch all the replays and stuff. Like you said, having the races on at night, um, getting to watch gymnastics the other night was fun, all that stuff. So it's getting to be a little bit better. I think, you know, again, now that the app seems to be listing things correctly. And maybe I'm just used to it now. Maybe my expectations are lower, low enough. <laughs> and, yeah, there's been cool – there's always cool moments at the Olympics. Uh, we had a super old guy win a medal in horse dancing which was Dan Dan was making fun of horse dancing this morning. So maybe this shouldn't be a sport dressage team dressage. Mm-hmm. I don't, I did not watch any of the equestrian yet, but he brought up in the chat here, the, the Lydia Jacoby win, like she wasn't favored by any means. She was, she was a top swimmer, but she wasn't favored to win that. And seeing her whole family go nuts, her watch party. Um, God. And 
honestly, of, of all the people to say something kind of poignant, I believe it was like Dave Portnoy pointed this out after the, the you know, that went viral, that watch party getting so excited. He's like, maybe the best part of this Olympics is that people can't go or something along those lines. Cause you are seeing some cool moments from people back home, watching them, you know, live on TV and doing watch parties. It's almost like draft watch parties and stuff. Yeah. And then, you know, the, yeah, I, I was just about to bring this up. Patrick beat me to it. The Australian swim coach who was listening some death metal in his, in his head and just <laughs> freaking out like him, you know, after, after that. He's probably the most room. memorable part of this Olympics. You look throughout history. I bet we'll be using that as a gif, as a meme, Forever, or I guess for as long as we have gifts or memes, but he's arguing, he's going to be arguably the most memorable part of this Olympics. I yeah, so far that guy, and there's they're not done. There's quite a few. There's yeah, there's quite a few uh, swim meets left here. Swim meets, swim matches, swim races, heats, medals. Yeah, Australia, Australia still got some. Yeah, and then yeah, Titmus and Ledecky go back at it tonight for another one, and we're going to get to some of the longer the longer swim. Uh, Again, races, I guess I'm going to call it. Some of the longer races, events. Uh, Ledecky's going to do better in those. She's uh, she's quite the distance swimmer. So let's start with uh, some Olympic update. Drew was on last week. We talked about some of the bets we made. It's not going terrible, but it's not going great. It's looking close to like the way things are going to hash out. It's going to be like a break even and things are going to hinge on Japan. South Korea is not getting there. They just didn't get it done in some of the ones they had to get it done in. Australia only has three. They need 13 to win. While that seems like it's got a long ways to go, that's actually in decent shape. They're going to get a few more in the pool. They're going to get a few sailing. They maybe cycling. They have a couple other uh, spots where they can definitely make up some ground. Russia, um, they took one this morning. They're going to take more. That's actually in pretty good shape, too. Russia should end up with 18, 19, 20, maybe even. Japan is absolutely jobbing us with these judo, a couple other things that are judged. We're seeing the hometown thing. This is going to be so close. They're going to end up in that 25 to 28 range, hopefully on the right side of 27 for me because that was the one I took a couple swings at. I need them to calm down in judo. I need their speed walker to get fouled out. You can get fouled out of speed walking. Like there's some, you know, and the thing is we always knew Japan was going to get out to an early, you know, or four days in and they have 10. A lot of the events they're going to excel in were early on softball, judo, some of the other uh, martial arts that they're decent at. And I mean, even surfing, they kind of surprised uh, luckily, we got got away with it a little on that. So that one can still win. I think it still will win, but it's going to be tight. And then the USA is probably dead. Like it just one one or two surprise medals means so much more to these lower totals. The USA needing even you know the people who paid some juice for like forty three or forty four, like that that probably can get there. But I played over forty six and a half at like two to one. Uh, it's going to take a, a pretty good showing for the rest of the swim meet, a really good showing from a couple of teams who haven't looked great so far. Like we're going to need the basketball team to get their shit in the get. We're going to need, yeah. a, you know, like the baseball team's going to have to win. We're going to need an absolute monster track meet. We're going to need some wrestlers. We're going to need some, 
just a, a little of everything. I think there's still some more fencing. We're going to have to win some canoeing, some kayaking, all kinds of stuff. So the USA one probably dead, although there is some opportunities, and I'm never going to sit here and tell you to lay 600, but there were markets pre-tournament, pre-Olympiad, for the USA to be the most golds. And it was anywhere from minus 1,500 to minus 2,000. It's down to like minus 500, minus 600 at some places. We're still going to have the most golds. Like we were, we're still going to overtake China and Japan for most golds. We just, our, our track and field is going to take care of that. So I, I think it's a pretty safe bet. I'm not, maybe you throw that in a parlay if you want to get weird with it. But that price has come down quite a bit after we've, we fumbled the bag a little. And, you know, Simone Biles had some, uh, just a, the, the stress of being the poster child of the Olympics got to her a little and she had to sit one out. Didn't hurt my Russia bet. Russia, Russia took that one. So, you but know, one, you. one hand feeds the other. Yeah. And yeah, the U S will still get some more medals in uh, gymnastics. Actually. So will Russia. So hopefully we can keep this going and Japan needs to stop being so good at judo. Otherwise we'll, we'll probably update this early next week to see where we're at. But those were my five bets. I do have some action. I need the British to win the four by 200 tonight. Shout out to OG of Twitter, Money Mark Mills. Swimming. He actually did some college swimming too, I believe. So he knows a lot about swimming. He taught me about taper. We're going to be sweating that one tonight. And I'll probably add some other ones just because I like to bet on all these uh, all these swim meets for a few bucks here and there. What uh, what's, this, what's the tennis schedule like? I did find those events we talked about. They are happening, but they're hidden under Challenger. Unfortunately, the lines are kind of wacky. It's a lot of low-ranked players playing some middle-ranked players. They're all huge favorites, so skipped over that. But we do have some Olympic tennis. Our three outrights yesterday, Andy, two got through. Zachary wins the first set. Unfortunately, can't hold on. But we've got Pavel Yutrenkova in the quarter one quarterfinals. She's right around minus 165, minus and? 170 in that match. And Elena Rybakina. And and Osaka lost. Osaka did lose. She didn't look like she wanted to be there all that bad. I watched part of that. Um, yeah, when when one of the favorites loses and two of your outrights continue to move on, that just makes them even sweeter, especially for somebody like me who bet Japan unders. Uh, Osaka, although it's a bigger tournament and it's tougher, like Matsuyama in golf and Osaka in tennis were ones that were like, there's a half decent probability i have to sweat these so her being out helps the men really don't have a threat in men's tennis to to win the tournament so that helps me from that standpoint and our outright so yeah look at us what are we in the quarterfinals now yeah we're in the quarterfinals we've got pavs up there in the first quarter she's a just decent a small favorite reasonable favorite i don't know minus 165 i don't know what you would call that middle um, of the road and then Rybakina is an underdog, plus 150 against Muguruza. Looks like we'll hopefully get one of those into the semifinals. If we get both of them into the semifinals, we're guaranteed a finalist because we've got a Q1 and a Q2. And that was the reason I was kind of bummed about Zachary. Osaka losing was all part of the plan. She was right there to take the third quarter. Osaka's out of the fourth. Swiatek's out of the fourth. It just really opened up for her. But what are we going to do? I, I feel pretty good. I think hopefully we'll get one of those women into the finals. That'd be nice. Oh, yeah. 
But we do have when some did single matches. You, you, when did these matches get played? Like, I'm very confused. And when the, I looked at, let me just I double check golf. what the time is. I looked at golf. Golf starts at like 5:30 Central on a Wednesday night. So I feel like tennis is going to be at a weird end. It's it's like the Asian swing though. It's just middle of the night stuff, right? Well, they've been starting tennis around 10 a 10 p.m. Eastern, which I think is like 11 in the morning there. Um, so 10 p.m. Eastern time, that'll be the first match there. Um, Svitolina, um, she's still listed as Finalina, even though she's married to Mr. Malfi's, and I keep making jokes about that, but she's got her name listed as Malfi's, but she's listed everywhere in books and stuff as Fidelina. Minus 140, she's playing some really nice tennis on these slower hard courts against Camilla Georgie. Georgie, a very good player. Um, you know, there's definitely some scenarios in which we lose this. Georgie is someone that has a lot of power and is capable of, what's, of doing what's called redlining. And really what that is, it's a concept in tennis where you've got a player for a short period of time reaching a high, high level where all those shots they're hitting, the low margin shots they're getting, and they're painting the line instead of missing, you know, just barely. Their power is getting through. They're getting the ball over the net instead of into the net. And although there's some concerns about that, Svitolina has the defense to – uh, get through those particular periods. I'm not too worried about that. So at minus 140, I like this out to minus 150. And then Paula Bedosa, the Spaniard, um, she is up against uh, Marketa Vondrasova, who comes off that win against um, Naomi Osaka. And I think maybe get a little too much credit here from the market. Um, I have this match closer to minus 165, almost minus 170. So minus 140, again, would play this one out to minus 155. Uh, Fondrasova, a very solid player. She's left-handed, which can give people a little bit of trouble. Bedosa, I don't think we'll have any issues from that perspective. And again, uh, as you mentioned, Osaka didn't look totally engaged and locked in for that match. So I'm not really giving Fondrasova as much credit as I think the market is here. Yeah, I wanted to argue with Twitter a little, but I didn't even, I didn't really want to get into it with anybody. Like every tweet, was not giving Vondrasova any credit whatsoever. It's just like Osaka's out. Oh, she, you know, the the top seed and all this is upset. And then in a in a bottom note, it's like Marketa Vondrasova was the winner of the match. You know, like it was like a, a secondary note to what happened. But to be fair, I mean, she had to play decent tennis to win. You you can't play shitty tennis and and beat uh, Osaka even if she's off her game but Osaka was off her game so I fully agree with your bet there and I do I do think you can't give her complete credit for that win as uh, it was playing someone who was clearly yeah. off their game especially that first set that was really something she had to serve to stay in the in the you know in the match in the second set was broken to lose the match I mean that's just not not stuff that Osaka does when she's playing well no, and that's what we learned. Obviously, you know, it's better as you got to go back and put context around a lot of this stuff because people just sort of pull pull the result and keep going. So make sure you go back and just kind of double check and see what's going on. Oh yeah. Um, traditionally, this is the day where I play some top twenties, and I thought I wasn't going to get really as deep into this because it's a weird field. It's not 150 some golfers like you see at a full field. It's not even the 120. You see it like an invitational or we're going to see some weird fields coming up. Maybe this is a good prep. We're about to get into the FedEx playoffs where there's going to be fewer and fewer men playing every week and things will get a little different. You have to view numbers quite differently, but I did play some top 20s. There are some guys, some guys I don't bet on a ton, but this is not a field. You know, you see these, um, maybe you look at like a top American market for a, a normal tournament that's stateside and there's like 60 guys in it. 
you know, we can only send four Americans. They can only send four British, you know, that are English golfers. There's not, there's not this huge, you know, chunk of top end players. You can only send so many from, from each country, including, you know, some of the top golf countries, the U S England, you know, you got Australia, a few of them like that. So these guys are good golfers. They're tour players. Well, not Scott Vincent, but they're tour players who can play well. I ran some quick models on this and just kind of did average finishing place. There are some, I mean, there's some dead golfers in this, you know, there's some, there's some guys that made it in here that I don't, rate that highly i don't think have a, a shooting chance of playing well so i'm i did weight my top 20 model a little differently this week and siwoo kim again another another you know korean down there um i'm not playing him to win for sure out of the no. two that you know oh they gotta win so they don't have to be in the military like i, I still like it's it's like every week we have like there's this must they gotta win this is a must win game it's a can't lose game and then they lose and Oh, weird. Like the other team didn't get the memo that they were supposed to let them win. So nobody's going to roll over and let these guys get medals. But I do have Siwoo Kim rated higher than this. His average finishing position right around 20. I'm getting plus 140 on that. So I'm going to take that at plus 140. Mito Pereira, I think he's the only guy in this in these four who played this last weekend in Minnesota. The other guy's didn't have to travel from Minnesota. He played well in Barbasol and 3M. He top five, top six, fifth and sixth place. He's playing well right now. I actually watched this guy for a couple holes. Kind of fell in love with him. I like his game. He looked good. He's been playing well. A couple of my DFS buddies have been playing the shit out of this guy. And honestly, we're rewarded with anything they did with Barbasol and 3M because he clearly outplayed his uh, salary in them. But he's almost two to one for top 20. Antoine Rosno. I think um, I'm going to have to give it a little softer touch than that if he's uh, going to be a Frenchman like that. But similar price, top 20, almost two to one. I have him right in the low 20s for average, you know, mean finishing position. So I'm more than happy to take that. But Scott Vincent is a the golf slack I talk about that I spend too much time chatting with. Golf slack special. This guy is probably not going to win. He was 300 to one. He's not a tour player. I think the last time he played. Good start. Yeah, the PGA Tour. And also go Google him. He's just this blonde kid. He's got a beard now. But he's playing for the country of Zimbabwe because that's where he was born and raised. So I'm betting a Zimbabwean, if that's the correct term, golfer to top 20 at five to one. Scott Vincent. The case that was made, again, I'm going to give the, I can't even take full credit or any credit for this. Case was kind of made in the Slack chat. He plays on the Japanese tour. He plays on the Asian tour. He's been over there. He certainly has some familiarity with the area. I don't, when we talked with Drew about swimming and other events, we talked about the circadian rhythm thing, you know, poor Patrick Reed, which... I can't feel too bad for a guy for getting to represent his country in the Olympics, but he was not prepared to go. So he had to delay his flight from Minneapolis to make sure he had the testing and everything taken care of. Like he's just, just getting to Japan for a, uh, again, a golf tournament that starts this after or tomorrow afternoon. He might not even get a practice round in. So a little bit of a bump for a guy playing over there. And he is a decent putter. The rest of these guys are just, you know, the, Andy back shitty putters and 
These are huge greens. And I think they're going to be easy to putt on for everyone. So the rest of these guys, kind of lower end putters that I'm going to back. But Scotty Vincent, decent off the tee, decent putter. I don't have a lot of stats to work with. I did look at some of his Japanese golf finishes, and I think that's what we're going to take from that. But five to one to top twenty. I hit about a five to one last week with Pat Perez. So I'm going to go back to the well and try to find a long shot. And like I said, approaching the green is on tonight. We will have a bunch of golf bets for the Olympics. And then tomorrow, I'll see if I, I did, there are, there are already round one bets. So I will have some round one bets tomorrow. I love it. I'm excited. I think we got golf uh, in. Um, tomorrow night golf starts. Thursday night, the draft starts. I'm guessing seven-ish or so. Something. 8.30. 8.30 Eastern. So 7.30 for you. Okay. Okay. Because I know and you're very centralistic. Continuing to add to our portfolio, as the kids call it. Little bits here and there. You know, again, each day we start to see some more lines open up. And then we, at the end here, you'll see we kind of have our first shot to kind of lock in some profit or at least kind of risk-free a wager, if you will. But we'll start with the two just kind of straight bets here. Sharif Cooper over 20 and a half. Uh, there's a couple drafts where he's not listed. Um, or no, no, I'm sorry. He's he's in the first round just about everywhere. I thought there was two he wasn't. Those are two I actually pulled out. Um, but the highest pick that I have him right now is 22. Most people have him locked in at 23 or 26. So over 20 and a half is a nice margin there. Like Sharif Cooper over. Joshua Primo might be Josh Primo. Make sure it's a, a little confusing. Some of these names people spell different ways, but Mr. Primo here um, over 25 and a half. As I start to look again, at some mocks. He's falling out of the first round. The lowest place that has him right now is 26. Um, you know, his average in drafts that he's actually listed is 27, 28, almost. So 25 and a half looking pretty good. Again, he's starting to fall out of the first round. And I know you like a super effect Andy. These are finally yes. starting to open a few places. And this is the first one I've put in. It's going to be Kate Cunningham, Jalen Green, Evan Mobley and Scotty Barnes is our first four picks. And really what this is, honestly, is a bet on Barnes to be the fourth pick. Um, there's some whispers that have turned into light chatter at this point, you know, kind of getting some stronger signal that there's a good chance that Barnes gets scooped here at number four. So at eight to one, this is kind of a bet mostly on Barnes here. These first three picks seem to really be cementing unless something absolutely outrageous happens. And somebody kind of trades into the first or second pick, which, you know, again, as I start to read more reporting and things start to solidify here, seems less and less likely to happen. It looks like it's going to be Cunningham, Green, and Mobley. So the fourth pick that I like here, Barnes, eight to one. We'll grab that. That is starting to pop up. That's at some offshores. That's at some locals. Um, but I would play that probably down to six to one. Eight to one is probably is the number I got earlier today. And then we have our first middle Andy. So we talked about, I think this is probably one I gave out last week, Franz Wagner under 10. That number is starting to tick down. It's nine, a bunch of places, but there's a few places where you can play over eight and a half. And if you can get over eight and a half, I think this is a great middle. As I start to look at Wagner, he's really solidifying here around the ninth pick. You know, it looks like he is kind of locked in there um, for the Sacramento Kings, assuming they don't trade out or anything like that. I'm taking a swing here on him to be exactly nine, eight and a half at standard juice. I think we've got under 10 right around standard juice basically puts us in a position where if he goes ninth, we win both. If he goes 10th, we win one push one. If he goes 11th, we go one and one. If he goes before pick eight, which or if he goes eight or earlier, which really yeah. seems unlikely we go one seven or one, eight, seven. seven or eight seemed a little more likely earlier in the week. Right now it is solidifying more in that nine, 10 range. 
Yeah. So again, only if you bet Wagner here um, under 10, grab the over eight and a half. I mean, if you have over eight and a half and plus money, that, you know, uh, that's not the worst bet in the world, but I'm only playing this again as a middle. So our first chance here to kind of de-risk a position and have a chance to double up um, like in this, we'll be cheering for Franz Wagner as the ninth pick, Andy. To the Kongs. <laughs> to the Kongs, yes. More stuff tomorrow. Thursday, I'll have my I'll put a I'm gonna put a couple super factors together for Thursday just because I like I've just been betting everything everyone else has They're been great. telling me. Like I have a pretty heavy portfolio of stuff of players I barely know. So I do I do know a couple of these guys. I watch a little college basketball here and there, but yeah, we'll get to that Thursday. Uh Frank ditched us last week to fly to LA and then never even flew to LA because the airline oh, did he never make it out of the airport? No, he just went home. The airline just screwed up. He just he just said, fuck it, went home. So we will have a uh, baseball Friday with Frank. Um, more draft stuff on Thursday. Golf stuff tomorrow. Special soccer guest on Thursday doing some Gold Cup previews. So decent, decent end of the week. And decent. You can get yourself a Yeti if you are in one of the states. Who allows it? The links are available in numerous places all over the Twitter net and on the BetSperts app. Find yourself the link, get yourself signed up, get a $500 risk-free bet, send it over to us, and I'll send your ass a Yeti, and it'll be very exciting for all. I, I can speak to the quality. My coffee is still hot. It's like 11 in the morning, although I, I do make sure to keep the top thing closed. And with that, let's... uh. You know, let's regroup. Let's let's put our heads down, get ready for tomorrow. We'll be back tomorrow. Good luck with everything you do.